You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, mates. Welcome back to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. I am joined here today, as usual, sort of, by our dear friends Rick and Anna. How are you lot today? I'm pretty good today. I just got a copy of uh, Wizardry, Proving Grounds of the Mad Overlord for uh, Apple. I think that's going back to 1981. So I've been checking out the shiny cover. <laughs> yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's, it's very uh, metallic looking. It, it looks more modern than early 80s. I think that might actually be my very first computer RPG that I played. No way, really? Yeah. That's uh, pretty that's- cool. That's why I haven't heard of it. It's an RPG. Honestly, you lost me when you said wizards. Anytime wizardry <laughs> comes up, I'm out. <laughs> I um, seriously, I I played that at a time when uh, I I don't, I don't know if you looked it up or anything or seen the screens or anything like that, but I played mm-hmm. that at a time when that was like, wow, this is really cool and new. <laughs> wow, that's depressing. Grant granted, it was probably like a, f- a number of years after it came out, but I mean, like. Uh, anything that was on a computer that I only just started owning that year was really cool and new, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the menus are cute. You know, it's got uh, the cute little sprites. I don't know if cute's the right word for this game. It's yeah, a good-looking game. <laughs> it was my, my biggest takeaway from the whole thing was, you know, it has really cute menus, uh, an adorable little cursor. <laughs> or, actually, there's, oh, there's no cursor. There's no mouse yet, yeah. <laughs> How are you, Paul? I'm, I'm I'm wonderful. I, I'm accidentally using an NPR voice today. I've been told. So if anyone feels a little more soothed or relaxed than usual, you're welcome. <laughs> Any bloody way. Today's subject. I'm told to say we're gonna do we're gonna do another on the spot challenge because they're a lot of fun to do, and you know we've gotten great feedback from the listeners. And by that I mean they haven't said anything bad, so we have to assume <laughs> it's acceptable. So we're going to do this on-the-spot challenge thing again, whether you lot like it or not. Again, please like it. Please like us. Validate us. I need that. Um, we're going to do. We're going to do. Explain it poorly. So I'm going to. I'm going to be the host of this one. I'll give you lot a number. That number will be associated with the game, and then you will proceed to explain that game to me simply and/or poorly, preferably poorly. Poorly. You know, for human <laughs> purposes. Poorly. All right. So uh, who who wants to bloody? How about we'll go ladies first? How's that sound? Sure, I'm game. Let's see what happens. All right, so pick a number between 1 and 15. Lucky number 13. Damn it. Lucky number 13. All right, so (laughs) please explain to us as poorly as possible the game Willy Beamish, or the adventures of Willy Beamish. A kid with a horny frog tries not to get into military school. I mean, that's really the whole game, isn't it? There's some Nintari. Is that explaining it shortly or poorly? A little bit of both, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I, I've always wondered because, like, I heard that there's, like, some weird humor in the game. Like, it's kind of for kids, but mostly for adults and that kind of thing. So I've been spending, like, decades now trying to figure out if there's some sort of, like, a double entendre to his name. Like, does Willie Beamish mean something rude that I'm not aware of? In my head, Willy, like, you know, you're Willy, and then Beamish, like, you know, you beam, you, you moon somebody. In my head, that's kind of how well, it works. I, yeah, because they, I definitely got the feeling because of the Willy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Beamish, you know, how, what can we work with there? 
Yeah, it's like another word for mooning, isn't it? Am I making that so up? It like sounds to me beaming? like, you know, yeah, beaming your willy. Yeah, there. Even better. <laughs> but ish, and then with, not with, quite. It's a sort of ish. ish. <laughs> you get the top half. You don't get the bottom half. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that just shocked so me. That's, that's not easy to do. It's a willy beam-ish. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then him and his horny frog take races together and uh try to uh win money so that they can enter a video game contest and in the contest there are games that you as a player can't actually play yourself I, which is a little disappointing I honestly really the only thing I know about that game is like uh this infamous screenshot from there where it's like the sexy nurse who has like these gigantic breasts that like completely <laughs> point sideways in opposite directions yeah and i think they fixed that in later versions but it's just like i'm like never at any point in my life did i think they worked like that how did people who make this game decide that's what they do that's not what they do <laughs> from what i understand that they they're much larger in the sega cd version which means like they they spent effort into to you know making them even bigger i suppose for a different version of the game like why well, it's not the size that I'm concerned with. It's the uh, the dynamics yeah. of them, where it's like they're escaping. Oh, you have more of like a medical concern for her back. Well, kind, well not even. It's like you know they, they, they don't stick outwards. Out they face weird. Like, yeah, they face to the side. Like she has no arm yeah. mobility because they like completely block off, uh, block her off from the shoulders. Yeah, like if she's laying on the beach trying to do a bit of nude sun tanning, she's going to have to reposition them a few times. Otherwise, she's going to have this big white <laughs> spot under her arm. <laughs> but yeah, beyond that, I honestly, he, as much as Paul even tells me about the game, I never remember anything about it. So I just really don't know what's going on with that game. So I don't know how to, like, any description I give would be by definition poor because I don't know what the game is <laughs> or you know about I know what the game is. I just don't know what it's about. So um, I could just say anything and randomly it'll be as good as an actual attempt at a guess from me because I just don't even have any um, a frame of reference. Um, so Willie kind of beams, um, but he is a kid in the 90s. So, of course, he has a skateboard and mm. he um, adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much the whole game is based on a trouble meter. Instead of with Laura Bow, it's, it's how good of a detective you are. And this one, it's how much trouble you've gotten into and whether or not you're going to not be allowed to go to the championships or end up having to be in military school. Wait, championships of what? Uh, the Nintari championships. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. The, the, the beauty of this <laughs> game is is even though Anna's played it and did a wonderful job answering it because Rick's answer was even more poor, he somehow wins, which is very unfair. Damn it! For any game that I'm completely unfamiliar with, the only thing I'm going to allow myself as a cue is the box art. So um, yeah. I, I see a frog in a little vest. That's kind of cute. He's pretty worried about his current situation. Um. <laughs> You know, 90s kid with 90s hair. and Doing 90s things. Doing 90s things. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, like I said, he's uh, he adventures. He uh, what, what does this actually say here? What if you were nine again, knowing what you know now? I, w was I even much older than nine when this game came out? 
You would have been a bit older. I think it came out uh, when we were about in grade eight. Okay. That's when I got it. 91 It's like there. 12, 13. Mm-hmm. It's not that, yeah, that's not that much. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if I was nine again, knowing what I know now? I, I don't even know much more now. <laughs> To be honest, do I get to be do I get to be nine back in the nineties, or do I get to be nine now? Yeah, I do a shit job. If I had to go back to be nine, I'd think I'd do it better, but I do it terribly, and I'd be like, everybody would think I'm even weirder, and my grades would be even worse, and I'd be like, oh man, I really messed it up this time. <laughs> yeah, if, if if I was to explain this game poorly, I think I'd say it's uh it's a game for adults, but not really. And it's also a game for kids, but not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's very true. You know, the best thing about this game is that I'm getting a big box copy of it in the mail any day now, with the stickers and all. Oh, nice. Do, do you get the Willy Watch? Mm-hmm. No, I wish. Uh, I really want that. See, I, I'm still hung up on this whole, if I were nine again. I'm like, um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm still kind of thinking like, well, let's see. If I were nine... Um, I would, you know, when I was nine, that's back when I still kind of cared about trying to fit in with people. So I think Mm -hmm. if I were now, but I was nine, I'd be like way more just like alienated myself because I don't care what anyone (laughs) thinks anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would get alienated (laughs) hardcore because I would come across like, like some sort of like nine year old hipster. Cause I'd be like, nah, man, this is just a passing trend, bro. You have no idea what's really important. Oh my God. Hipsters are time travelers. That's gotta be it. (laughs) They're older people from the past. So they're like, I still, vinyl's still awesome. You'd be dropping like George Carlin quotes on them. (laughs) It's all big club. You're not a part of it, bro. Don't stress it. I don't know why I'd suddenly talk like that because I'm just me, but nine. Because <laughs> you got a skateboard and it makes you cool. That's right. Yes. yes. So Willie Beamish's adventure is to uh, play at this competition. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, he's trying to make his way to get to the competition before he has to go to military school, but he has to raise funds. I see. Yeah. Okay. That, there you go. Getting the money to go. Yeah, right. That's, that's yeah. the crux of it. All right. Well, then I guess I, I guess we have exhausted that premise pretty well <laughs> at this point. <laughs> and as, as a nice side quest, we also poorly explained the nurse's breast to everybody. <laughs> That's my main quest in this, honestly. <laughs> so I, I guess my description, if I were playing this, having not played it ever before, I, I'd be like um, 40-year-old person controlling a nine-year-old only wants to visit the nurse. <laughs> yeah. Nine-year-old successfully manipulates nurse into sexual acts. <laughs> Nine-year-old is unable to perform. <laughs> Does he actually? Rick's about to plug, Up Rick's to about a to point. plug this thing in. <laughs> but there, there is a point where it just doesn't work any longer. Oh. There, there's something All else right. too isn't there like something like uh you spy on your sister showering or something you, you don't you have to you have to hand her like shampoo in in and when she's in the bathtub and that it is a very sexual scene because she gets out and and she's she's animated in quite a nice way you know curvature way I don't, you know, I don't know <laughs> why I just got off 40 year old virgin explaining that. Um, <laughs> Do you need a minute, Paul? <laughs> um, she, 
<laughs> and she, but she gets out and like has like little sud, sudsy soap bubbles in in all the right mm-hmm. spots or kind of the wrong spots, and <laughs> and and it's her brother. It's it's a bit of a weird scene, I have to say. Yeah. Well, you got to throw in the sexuality where you can in a game like that. I think, and you know, they're they're trying to give something for everybody. A show like Animaniacs, yeah, right? Like Any Warner age Brothers. can watch it and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then that's where the game kind of failed because I don't think they committed enough to the adult side. I feel like the whole time they were afraid that kids were going to buy it and think it was for them, so they just didn't they didn't commit. But then there's just these really weird scenes, like the 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 two villains is is a male and female, and they're like I don't know forties, fifties, and and like the the female is riding. He's on all fours, and she's riding him like a horse. But like <laughs> while they're watching the telly, like it's a real ca- kind of casual affair for them. <laughs> just just really strange bits in that game. Just like mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's move on to the bloody next one. Uh, Rick, pick a number. All right, um, twelve. All right, number twelve is the Neverhood. Ooh. Okay, how do we, how do we explain this poorly? It's already kind of like beyond explanation yeah. anyways <laughs> it is yeah. so um i mean like isn't he literally a clay man <laughs> his yeah. name is clayman so it's it's not like i can be all meta if you're like ooh, a man made of clay it's like yeah no that's exactly what it is <laughs> um how do you do how do you really how do you explain it poorly um you uh you're you're a clay guy and you uh Go to uh, rescue God. <laughs> That's, wow. That, I guess we. I guess Exceeded simple was an option, right? I guess simple was an option. Yeah. yeah, I've never played the game, so I'd say pretty much it's like uh, watching a claymation movie, but you can click on stuff. Yes. Yeah. Basically, but uh, the thing with this world is that it's like, to the best of my knowledge, like I, it, it kind of is clay. Like it's kind of literal. <laughs> yeah, this this is tough. Uh, very expensive clumps of clay come to life and find meaning. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, None of these are poor no. enough. <laughs> Gumby overdoses on LSD. <laughs> well, I mean, here, uh, pull pull up like a box art or something, Anna. See if you can uh, see what mm-hmm. you can work with there. Oh yeah, box art. So. Yeah, it pretty much looks like uh, a guy has to go to a quest through castles to find himself and learn about the world around him. What an ending. I can't help it. I mean, is this a spoiler? The last thing in Wikipedia? Is this what you guys work for this whole game? (laughs) Is the game ends with Hoborg saying to Clayman, man, things are good. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's pretty epic. Yeah, I got to play that. It's like it also also helps to know Hoborg only says like four things and that's one of them. <laughs> oh, so it's a big deal. I get it. I've always wanted to play it. I've just I've never come across a copy of it. I love the idea of the fact that it's claymation. I respect the hell out of claymation because it's just so much damn work. Oh yeah, yeah, and you can tell it's very painstakingly animated. Hmm. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. But like judging by the box art, it looks like. He is so not the hero that he is the guy who looks up in the sky and says, it's a bird, it's a plane. Right? <laughs> like he, He's the guy who observes the hero doing the story. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's the best I can do with the Neverhood, really. It's like, you're, you're like the one character in the game. Or there's like four characters in the game. One of them is kind of like 
the narrator in a game that's not really narrated. Um, it's so abstract. Yes. Uh, the other guy is the guy who usurped God, and the other guy is the literal God, and you have to um, uh, defeat one of the three, one of the three other people other than yourself that exists, because that's what you do. <laughs> All right, Anna, pick a number for us. I will go for number six. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is. You know that's his favorite number. That wasn't that wasn't very nice of you. Number six is King's Quest Seven. Let's see. Uh, Sierra meets Disney, but Donald Duck's nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I. Oh gosh, I, I don't want to say anything too bad about this game. Lovely people made it and worked on it, but uh, at the time I wasn't a huge fan. So, yeah, I could call it contrary cartoons. Uh, Spoiled Rosella forgot that she already went on a bunch of big adventures years ago and is now complaining because she never gets to go on big adventures. That's the game. <laughs> Hypocrisy of the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, my life is so boring. It's like, were you there in Daventry? Like, <laughs> <laughs> did you see all that stuff that happened? Did you miss out? You were sleeping that? Okay, no big deal. Fine. You you've never been on big adventures. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I um th this is I'm fortunate that you got this instead of me because I never actually played it um mm. other than I've seen a few screenshots but again I'm going to go off of the box art entirely and I would say you know it's really hard to avoid the Disney comparison mm -hmm. so I'd definitely say it's in uh uh evil Disney witch creates a princess NATO <laughs> That's pretty much it <laughs> Nice. That actually makes me want to play it. <laughs> no, don't. It's uh, it's okay. Oh. I'm sorry. I, you know what? I'm actually I'm softer towards it now because I can understand the art. But at the time, I was I was looking for something a little bit different, which is why I liked Mask of Eternity so much because I was like, ah, oh, finally, this is this is different. This is good. <laughs> finally, I like this. not that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, you know, the first I ever heard of King's Quest 7. I saw it in an interaction magazine. And uh, I don't know, I thought it looked cool. I was like, hey, that's a cool direction to take it in because I didn't care anything about King's Quest. I never played them. Mm -hmm. Or I played four, I think, by that point. Mm -hmm. So I, I had no, like, you know, like, oh, that's not the right style. It's like, I don't care. Do whatever you want. It's King's Quest. Well, you know, I've I've only played the first 30 minutes of the game. So I'm going to explain it poorly based off of just that. And I would say... I can't wait to play as Rosella or Graham again, but instead I'm this girl's mother for 30 minutes for some reason. It <laughs> <laughs> was, was yeah, the that's... worst way to start a game ever. I was like, I, really? Like I, I have to play as I have to play as her mom for <laughs> for the whole chapter? Like I, I don't want to. I just don't want to. It's and I, I will say, explanation aside, it, it had it had a remarkably poor animation. Like the oh the, no, did the it movement, actually? The movements mm -hmm. and everything are fine. They're smooth and whatever, but the it's like this uncanny thing with the fate. Like everything is just kind of oddly off, especially for Sierra, because I think they were good at that throughout their time. But yeah, it's got really bad animation. Mm -hmm. I found it really easy. I just found it way too easy. There was some challenge to six and five was certainly quite a challenge. And uh, and then seven mm -hmm. came around and I, I felt like it was kind of like watching a cartoon, an interactive cartoon more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like for the animation on 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 a scale of 
Uh, Space Quest Six plus or minus five. Where would it be? Minus for sure. Yeah, minus. Yeah, I'd have to say. And and I I can't even, I I don't mean to say I don't like that. Like it has that kind of a cartoony look to it, kind of like Dragon's Lair, but a little bit more modern, a little bit softer. But that never really appealed to me to play. So. Well, it's funny because Dragon's Lair. Like the one thing I actually liked about it was the art and animation. I kind of really don't even count that as a game. Mm-hmm. Just a cartoon. That's why it's not yeah. a game to me. Like it, it's pretty. Yeah, it's it struck me as a game being made by somebody who really wished he wasn't making a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just it's it's just a very large cutscene with the, the occasional quick time event. Yeah, because yeah. I I only came across it in uh, arcades as a kid, so to me it was just a money sucker. Like I want to go to the arcade and watch this guy play it well. Right. I don't want to go to the arcade and actually play the game myself because I don't want to spend a dollar just to lose it on the first, you know, action scene. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was actually, uh, I decided to look up some screenshots now that you kind of mentioned that you like play as the mom for like the first little bit. Yeah. And um, looking at some of the art and uh, presumed animation, it's all still photos and all that. But I, I get less of a Disney feel out of it and more of like a Looney Tunes feel. Hmm. That's interesting because that's there's something to be said with that with the animation. Uh, the animation is jarring to me because the, the game clones the Disney feel very well. Oh, until, it does. Okay. Until the characters' faces start to move when they're yeah. talking and such. <laughs> yeah, what uh, Rosella's face is weird, especially if she's turning or you get a different angle. She almost looks elf-like to me, but she's not. Yeah. Meant to be at all. Yeah, she'll get like these weird humpback Notre Dame like faces like in the middle of singing it's just it's just right. really shockingly off to, to me uh, occasionally i don't know now i'm starting mm-hmm. to feel bad wondering if anybody worked on the game is <laughs> listening by chance <laughs> i know I, I do kind of feel bad i've met people that have worked on the game so right. sorry actually you know, i mean what, once i get to some of the rosella scenes now it looks more disney mm-hmm. the game itself is beautiful it's it is. just the animations mm-hmm. everything else is done really well and obviously like the normal in-game animations they're all they're all sierra quality they're all great it's just the like the opening scene where she's singing, you'd think they probably would have tried the hardest in that because that's like the, you know, the opener, the, the reel you in scene. It's it's weird. It's weird. Mm-hmm. After this episode, you'll have to watch it, mate. It is one of those games, though, that I played through it when it came out and I haven't played it again. So although I say I've softened up my view on it, clearly not enough to put a second go into it to get a more update point of view. So <laughs> I'm only running off what I felt uh, when I first played it. Mm-hmm. All right. So well, yeah, I'm going to stick with my uh, my original then. Sierra meets Disney, but no Donald Duck. I think that's fair. But I still like Princess Nato. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, Rick, you pick a number, mate. Eleven. Oh no, eleven is Gold Rush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think these are random. <laughs> Ah, fine. Eleven is Gold Rush. Um, all right. <clears throat> um, it's Gold Rush. That's ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I promised myself you wouldn't be able to hurt me, but damn it, you did. <laughs> Your words are like knives. <laughs> um, it is the game. That would eventually be turned into a game from 2014 that was made in 2004. <laughs> that's, the, that's the largest insult you could offer is just answering in stats. <laughs> Did I get the dates right? That was off the top of my head. 
about. I, the, the bluff worked on me. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Sounds authentic. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I am it. curious now. When does the special edition come out? Wasn't it 2009 or something? I don't have it in front of me right now. 2014. I got it. Yes. Okay. Oh, nice. Sorry. But yeah, so that's that's my um, <laughs> that's the most I could say about it. It's also kind of the nicest I could say about it. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> you just keep making it worse. Do uh, you want me to make it worse? I could try. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my description of the game. <laughs> I really have to ask myself what I was looking for by putting this on the list to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> well, Anne is a fan. You go ahead. What, how would you describe it poorly? Hmm. Criticize uh, it on a deeper level. Like, really <laughs> hit it in the feelings. Stab it in the soul. Wow. Get gold, don't die. I can't. It's such a cute little game. It's it's so pretty. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Get gold, don't die, and, and make sure to, to click and type everything. And uh, Or get gold, but first, how the hell do you sell your house? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Rick gave us stats. Anna gave us instructions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How about uh, you? You think you're going to play a game? It turns out you're learning. Yeah, I like that. I was going to go. I was going to go that route. Yeah. How, how about this? The game is like its graphics. Everyone appreciates that it's complex, but it's just not very fun. Mean. Very mean. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful to look at. Beautiful to hold. But as soon as you load it, you wish it wasn't sold. No. <laughs> um, the the best thing about this game came in the box. <laughs> Damn it. What have I done? Why did I put this on the list? There's so many to choose from. <laughs> the best ending out of every Sierra game because it was so satisfying and because it was finally over. <laughs> I, I agree that the best part about this game is when it ends. <laughs> You can't say that till you actually finish it, though. Did didn't you quitting like, counts? Uh, not how far did you get? Quitting you, you counts. Started your first journey, Rick, but you haven't come back for the rest yet. We're still no. waiting for you. No, I, I decided to uh, st- to stop at its peak. <laughs> <laughs> at its peak. Uh, all right, I'll give it a go. Guy, guy moves out west, loses a mule several times. <laughs> Presses F3 even more times. <laughs> gets rich. Gets rich. Maybe. No spoilers. All right. You do. Um, all right. Well, I mean, I don't know. Do you want me to continue? No, no. Actually, that's... Uh, I don't Pick a number before he can start up again. <laughs> all right. Number three. Damn it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> number three is Loom. Nice. Ah, music lessons when all you wanted to do was play a game. (laughs) I never actually played that one when I was a kid. I I didn't play it till recently, and and I haven't quite finished it yet, although uh, I'm sure it's it's quite worth it since you guys have talked so much about it. I feel like it's uh, already near and dear to my heart. Musical cult destroys the universe. (laughs) Birds and strings, a story. (laughs) Uh, pe- peaceful hippie does a murder. <laughs> uh, okay, I, we already exhausted that one. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to work with how that that rather innocent uh, the innocent boy in the game gets killed 
but I got nothing. It just seems so wrong when you're playing it. Like, he doesn't really do anything wrong. And you come back and he's dead because of you. It's the kind of game that's really, really confusing until you realize you sometimes have to think backwards. <laughs> wrong yeah, game. but not in, like a, not in a Rumpelstiltskin sort of way. Yeah. No. <laughs> Guy in robe does reckless things, comma, child dies as a result. <laughs> there we go. That's... Is that another one we can do on-the-spot news articles? <laughs> <laughs> Ugly duckling turns into swan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. the best I got, considering we'll I've only it. played like the first 30 minutes. So, yeah. It's that's too it. good a game. You can't describe it. I mean, it's simple. It's it's amazing in its simplicity. I wanted to like it when it first came out. And, and well, my dad was like, here's this game, check it out. And I said, what is it? He said, I don't know. It's some game where they've tried to combine music in a game and it probably didn't work. And I had this like, this thing in my head saying, this is probably some dumb game. So I, I never put any real time into it. I think it was just a sample that I had anyways, like just the first portion on a, a sample CD. So, Well, I think the first time I tried to play it was uh, I just didn't understand what it was because i just always you know it was a point and click adventure so i tried to play it like i would play a point and click adventure mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. not how you play that game no uh, anna's comment made me really paranoid as a parent now like jesus christ i gotta watch everything i say to him <laughs> she didn't play the bloody <laughs> game because of a an offhand comment her dad made <laughs> it's true he, he's done that to me with a few he did the same with mist eh and he gave it to me and I said, what is it? And he said, I don't know, but it's not anything you're going to like. Oh. That's how he presented it to me. So I he turned it wrong. on and I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> so that scratches mist off the list, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah. ribbon by proxy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is a great way to describe mist poorly. It's not anything you're going to like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the best part is half the listeners are genuinely pissed off at that statement right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to be so... I've now, like, alienated most of my friends on this episode. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, are, we, are we officially talking mist right now? Sure, why not? <laughs> All right. Um, the, uh, the, the precursor to hidden object games. <laughs> oh, got him. Burn. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Explain to me how you don't like hidden objects, but like mist. I'll give you a minute. <laughs> and if your answer is because there's no objects to find, then that just makes it worse. <laughs> hidden object game, no objects. <laughs> I, I honestly, the, yeah, I mean, I, I, I do not play very much of the game. I'll put it that way. I, um, I, 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 I'm very much in your boat, and I, I knew very early, very quickly that this is a game that I just am not going to like. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. I also didn't play much of it, but that's the thing with games you don't like. You don't play much of them. Yeah, I think I might have given it 30 minutes or something. Well, whose turn was it? It's yours now. Is it mine? Okay. Um, how many numbers do we have left? I will go with eight. All right. Number eight is Fate of Atlantis. Ooh, nice. Um... Uh, how do you describe it poorly? It's Indiana Jones. How do you describe that any other way? Yeah, um, the game that should have been a, well, the game that is a movie. I mean, this game is canon anyways. It yeah. is, yes. So, yeah. Um, socially, accepted, socially accepted womanizer has no impact on ultimate story again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, is that true? Is that true this time? 
No, it's actually not. You're right. Okay. You're right. There's no proof of it, but he still had impact. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Which I just got to say that that whole argument is such rubbish to me because it's 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 about the bloody journey. All right. It's not. It's. I, I don't need it to to fictionally meant something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. Describe poorly. A leather jacket salesman visits active volcano, destroys it. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, well done. Yeah, it's poorly, but I'm still intrigued enough to play it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I guess we have time for one more then. One more? All right. Uh, Okay, Uh, Anna, you pick a number. Number one. Damn it! (laughs) You don't even have a turn. Next. All right. <laughs> All right. Number one is Dagger of Amon Ra. Ooh. It's just now I'm realizing none of these dammits ever meant anything at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was taking them so seriously. <laughs> hmm. Uh, watching, looking, recording, reporting... And continuing not to be preventing. <laughs> that is a pretty poor explanation of it. <laughs> Why, thank you. <laughs> Good job. Why, thank you. That is you. the worst explanation of anything I've ever heard. I'm so proud. Do I finally win one? I think so. What is that <laughs> meme of that one guy who's just like, nothing you said made sense, you should feel bad? Or like, what, are, what was that guy? Um, oh, actually, I, I just uh, I just pulled it up. It's... What you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response was there anything that could even be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. That's how you not only win the round, but win the episode when it when it beckons that meme to be read out loud. I'm I'm feeling pretty proud of myself right now. This is this kind of a moment. <laughs> I am envious. I, I, that, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty stunning. That was good. Uh, How I, about... I actually, I've, it's to the point. I've actually forgotten which game we're talking about. Dagger of Amun. Dagger of Amun Ra. Yes, right. So that, that's the dumber for having heard it. Bit working. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You just lost that information entirely. You could call it a night at the museum with murder. <laughs> good one. <laughs> also, uh, somehow funnier. <laughs> <laughs> With much less words. <laughs> Guy does a murder. No one tweets about it. <laughs> a Laura Bow game that we actually know is not a hidden object game. <laughs> <laughs> if if you does... don't finish the game right, you're never going to know who the bad guy is. That's a terrible description. It's just accurate. It's true. That's what happens. If you if you do it wrong, they're not going to tell you. After out-of-place lesbian encounter, woman witnesses bodies dropping to the floor and then is extensively quizzed on the matter afterwards. <laughs> accurate. Very creative serial killer runs amok in a single location and uh, not a high priority to police. people kind of handle the murders like really in stride in that game Mm -hmm. in any of these things like in any murder mystery people just really take it like oh like they're shocked for like five minutes flat (laughs) and then from then on it's just like okay well i don't have to care until the next one one of them has a cartoonish faint and then three minutes later (laughs) everyone's just got their shit back together again (laughs) 
Oh, are you still going on about that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I, yeah, I think that's the best I can do in terms of explaining it poorly. Yeah, I think my first explanation was probably the poorest going by the meme. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the, the rest of the, yeah, I think that, that peaked and we are now just trailing off. Yeah. Although to me, it made a lot of sense. I mean, I thought that was a very good, poor <laughs> explanation. I'm going to listen back and say, what the hell was that? But in my head, that was perfect. Um, you know, I've, I've got a quick one. I just I just want to hear from Rick. Anna, chime in if you've played it, but I know Rick has. Give me a really quick one without thinking on uh, Altered Destiny. Altered Destiny. That's, oh man. Um you know it's kind of funny like i'm not this is not a knock against the game i think like the best part of it is the actual premise but the actual premise is so ridiculous that it is kind of a poor explanation it's literally the story is um guy goes to tv repair shop picks up wrong tv gets teleported to alternate dimension watch tv save the galaxy yeah (laughs) i think it's possibly like worst date ever because I think he was expecting his girlfriend to come over. <laughs> Poor guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like alternate universe and chill. <laughs> <laughs> game game tries to space quest fails. Yeah, <laughs> but again, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's it's the less manly syndrome where it tries to sell itself as something it totally isn't even like. Uh, you know, Les Manley tried to be like, "Hey, we're like a laser suit, Larry." It's like it's you're really not, you're really yeah. not. So like, you did yourself a disservice, if anything, yeah. by trying to draw that comparison. All right, well that's good. I, I had to get that out of the system. I'm ready to I'm ready to wrap it up. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, well, uh, thanks for listening to our episode. And uh, if you like what you hear, and you're not already out there on Facebook land, check us out. Uh, you can also tweet at us out in Twitterland at the CG Guild, or throw us an email. Maybe you have something to say. Maybe uh, you have something to add to something that we uh, talked about on the episode. Our email is mail at classicgamersguild.com. And thank you so much for the listeners. Without you guys, we wouldn't even bother with any of this. We need to uh, feel validated. It's very important to us. Uh, And thank you so much to the uh, Patreon subscribers for uh, making the show possible, as well as uh, extra special thanks to uh, Jay Holmes and Mark Fillion. You guys are awesome. Otherwise, oh, uh, sorry, just uh, just wanted to cut you off there for one second, because I just remember now when you're reading off the email address, we actually did get an email uh, from a real person. Oh. Uh, they didn't give a real name. It's um, This comes from MrBeast667. Uh, I will not give the full email address in case they don't want us to disclose that. I just realized <laughs> that they signed off Father Beast. Um Number one, they wrote, I suggest the point-and-click adventure game Flight of the Amazon Queen, except you mm. might want to do an entire episode on it sometime. Uh, so I guess uh, in terms of a non-Sierra, non-LucasArts game that this person would recommend Flight of the Amazon Queen, uh, mm. and possibly we should do an episode on that. I think it's like free, isn't it, on GOG or something? I think I already have it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know I have it. Scum- scumvm.org uh, has it for free for sure okay so Uh it is freeware Uh one way or another yes uh and number two also in relation to our last episode if you are into heroes of might and magic 3 go and find the mod slash unofficial fan expansion horn of the abyss 
It upgrades to higher resolution, adds a whole new faction, improves the interface, and more. It installs directly over your GOG version of Heroes 3, and when I tried it out one day, three evenings just disappeared. Oh, I am super into trying that out. Thanks thanks a lot. I appreciate that. And thanks for writing in. Hmm. Yes, thank you. Like, you know, for contact and engagement. (laughs) We do like it because we think people are listening, that the numbers show people are listening. But, you know, it's nice to get the feedback to show that people are actually listening. (laughs) Yes, thank you very much for reaching out. That was, uh, that, that's like our next step towards greatness is that people care enough to talk to us. Yes, that, that has filled my, my cup for the evening. Thank you, Mike, for <laughs> writing in. I, I, I really want to play, play the Amazon Queen, too. It's been on that, yeah. that need to play this forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. All right, don't do a murder. <laughs> 